Boy, those low clouds moving in just about sun up and they just refuse to leave. It's your boy Jay-Z. Grab your hookah. Grab your shisha. It's time to smoke. I have a, just have like a reusable water bottle at home. Mm-hmm. Wash that today. Filled it up with like fresh, cold, cr- filtered water. Shit, that shit's crisp. <laughs> I was like, ooh, girl. So you know uh, about like we were talking about this earlier, and someone was uh, they were confused by it, but the the cold water like being harder on your body than just room temperature water. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you just agreed. I don't know what that was. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I know we've had that conversation. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I believe it was last week. Uh, yeah. I was talking with uh, Cliff, and I was telling him why I always do, like, a couple spurts of the hot water in my water after I'm almost done filling the bottle, just so it's not super, super cold. Oh, I love the super cold water, man. It's like, I know it's like, like when, the, when you say it's harder on your body, what do you mean? Uh, your body uses a lot more energy to try and warm that water back up before it goes into your body or into yeah your- it's great it burns more calories it's fine <laughs> uh yeah and then it also it makes you more thirsty um after doing after doing that so in most i cases, don't believe that you uh <laughs> i don't believe that it makes you more thirsty i think that's some some wives tale bullshit yeah it's I read an article. What do you want? <laughs> Was it on BuzzFeed? <laughs> Here's the top ten reasons why you shouldn't drink cold water. Yeah, <clears throat> that's uh, that's where it's at. But speaking of water, you know what? It's it's hot. It's hot, dude. It's so hot. It's so hot. I mean, you saw me today, like. Yeah, I walked into the office, the office and. Yeah. Now this is this is I guess maybe we're in an intro maybe we're not maybe we're just talking but let's just say if someone just walked up to this conversation right now and they just needed a quick update currently at our office uh, the AC broke <laughs> and the AC is broken everybody and it is full swing yeah we so, are sweaty like, sweaty yeah. sweaty boys um, it's awful and girls. Um, yeah, so it's a uh, it's a little warm in the office. We're still smoking, but you know some of us have less clothes on than than normal. And uh, when that I went, would be me. <laughs> when I went to work today, I definitely saw a half naked Sean helping the customers out with you know day to day stuff. You know he's handling his stuff, but at the same time he is half nude smoking with about a thousand fans on. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Like it was. I mean, it was just. It's like walking through a cloud of just hot, just hot molasses. Yeah. It's just. Oh God! You just walk into that room and immediately you're just drained. <laughs> so yeah. So you don't judge me for like taking my shirt off because it's hot. Like. And it's funny. There's other areas in the warehouse where it it does feel cool. Like the shisha room is still cool. The front lobby is still cool, even though the AC is broken. But just the way they're that... on. No, they're they're on different AC units. Ah. That's why. That's why it's still fine up there. Like it holds and like in like the lobby and like the other parts of the office and yeah. like the shisha room and stuff. They're on a whole different AC unit than we are. Okay. Okay. So it's just us. Wow. And like and IT. Okay. So the people busted. that sit in one spot all day are the ones that are affected. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So for me, I've been. Uh, I was remote a couple days last week because. <laughs> No. That's how I'm trying to live. Yeah, I, I could, I could not, I could not go with that, you know. But 
it took so much energy and just like me just like making a deal with myself today like before i went to work i was like come on you got it you got it it's gonna be hot and it's gonna suck but you just gotta do it come on man you got this (laughs) and uh brian was getting sleepy he was like man it's just so warm in here i'm just getting so tired (laughs) dude right like i it's awful like you just you just sit there for eight hours and you're just like cool i'm tired and it's only been 20 minutes right and it's like you know some people go out to the beach and hang out there just all day or go to the lake and just hang out there all day or just tube and sit in the tube just all day and let the sun just 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 cook you just cook you and maybe that's a maybe that depends on the kind of lifestyle you live, you know, I, 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 I can't, mm. yeah, that's not me. I mean, I can hang out in the sun. I like being outside, but you know, just sitting underneath it. Nah, nah, nah I'm all right. Like, yeah. But you know who does that often though? I, I think most people with blonde hair tend to do that quite often. And speaking of blonde hair, I believe the name of this episode has something to do with blondes. What what is it? What is it? Ah, uh... it's a shoot. It, it's a common. It's a common saying. It's it's an idiom, if you will. An idiom. No, it's not an idiom. I don't think it's an idiom. No, it's an onomatopoeia, silly. Auto, uh, auto, oh, you're right. Sorry, it's an yeah. onomatopoeia. Yeah, and uh, uh, with that onomatopoeia, you need some bang, boom, drum roll. Number one, two, three, four. We are on episode 14. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Hukashisha podcast, and this intro has been pretty fun and pretty loopy but the title pretty of this weird. episode it's is pretty weird. blondes have more fun question mark blondes have more fun do blondes have more fun i don't know <laughs> i don't know but today we're talking about blonde leaf tobacco so yeah you know we had the uh, dark leaf dark side a couple episodes back where we talked about our experience with dark leaf tobacco and now we're going to talk about the more popular juicy blonde leaf tobacco and uh, we'll be talking about why is it popular, um, kind of some of the flavors that we've really enjoyed, things that we look for in our Blonde Leaf, and then just some other wishes that we have for uh, kind of like the Blonde Leaf series. We'll let you know what's in our bowls. We've got some updates from the office because you're listening to a podcast from two people that work at the best hookah site in the world, Hookah Shisha. I am one of your hosts, Smoke or pass and right now i am smoking um but i do some things at hukadashisha i like this sale that's happening right now where you get some blonde leaf tobacco for 15 percent off or more it just kind of just we're just helping y'all out get some more flavors into your rotation and uh, i am joined by my co-host sean also from hukadashisha what but i work in customer service a hot customer service so i've probably you know fixed your broken bowl or told you you can't use more than one discount code so i'm sorry <laughs> but the rules are rules rules are rules and uh yeah <laughs> some people break bowls and speaking that's true of bowls, some people do break bowls what's in the bowl what's in it what's in, what's the, bowl? in the bowl tell me tell sean. Me what's in it, sean okay fine i like how we both just <laughs> All right, so uh, I don't think I've used this bowl on this podcast yet, but I'm using it right now, and that is the Tangier Small Bowl. There's a small, there's a medium, and there's an even smaller, which is the Pico, but I am using the small, and uh, inside of it, I do have 
some blonde leaf. So I'm using a dark leaf bowl for a blonde leaf. Yeah, you see what I'm doing? See what I'm doing there? Okay. Now, I wouldn't okay. necessarily say that you can only use dark leaf in the Tangiers funnel because you know what? It's a funnel bowl. It's got the same kind of build as any other funnel bowl. One single spire with a central air whatever in the middle there you go central blowhole yeah. there you go central blowhole um <laughs> and uh that's a term now right that's it canon <laughs> that, we're there we're making that an official industry term yeah you know the blowhole uh and gosh you know what I, I think after this, because I'm looking at the notes and I'm seeing what what you've got going on, and I'm about to say what I what I have going on, <laughs> and I'm gonna make it a point that for the next five episodes, no more of this brand. But right now, <laughs> I am smoking trifecta iced orange mint. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I've got it on a. And I already forgot the name of this hookah. Wow. I'm Come back to me on this one, and I'm just going to blurt it out some point later on this podcast. But it is an Amira hookah. Uh, I know I mentioned that I would be smoking something new uh, last podcast at Move Away from the Starbucks Challenger. But I am smoking in an Amira hookah. I am still using my D-Hose with it. And oddly enough, uh, after that podcast last time when you were talking about using always using mouth tips at home... I picked mm-hmm. up a bag of mouth tips, and I've got a green Smart. mouth tip. Smart. Yeah. I, you know, I like it. It, I get what you're saying. You know, even if you're solo, it's nice. You know, and for me being the germ germ guy, you know, I can I can vibe with this. I you can, know what you don't have to do if you drop your hose and it touches the cou- couch for half a second? Wash it. Uh, well, mm, You've got a mouth tip now. Yeah, I got a mouth tip, but if I put it back into the contaminated mouth tip, then, I mean... What am I doing there? You just get a new mouth tip. No, no, no. I, no. That's what I'm saying. It's like I could have a clean mouth tip, but the actual hose tip, if it touched the carpet or the the couch, I mean, I still nah, need to wash fine. that. Ah, see. That's nah, fine. Ah, it's fine. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. And I also, I have uh, Coco Rico XL cubes on top of my bowl. But speaking of my bowl, what's in your bowl? <laughs> oh, yeah. Smoke. Get it out. Got to get that smoke out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's going to come as no surprise to anybody, but, uh, I'm smoking virtually the same thing as last week. It is a B2 Precious Cut hookah, uh, on an Amber Boho, uh, with the Lotus 2 and the Metal Vitria combo. Got a, uh, got an aluminum D-hose, which I think was different than last week, but, uh, yeah, aluminum D-hose on this one. It's clean. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. And trifecta tabletop in the bowl. Wow. Just, listen, I still have like half a kilo after that, so wow. get used to it, everybody. You know what? We had a customer that uh, chatted in and was asking if our trifecta tabletop was minty tabletop, which was something that the customer had requested from trifecta a while back, and trifecta was able to do that, and they basically just pulled all the scraps from mint flavors and kind of put it into a container. and. Okay. Uh, now, that's on my list of things to try. So Minty tabletop? Minty tabletop. You know how you can just make minty tabletop whenever you want? <laughs> no? All right. <laughs> no? All right. Uh, no? All right. I mean, I feel like it would be a little bit different. I, I, I could see, you know, getting some lavender mint, some twice the ice, some, or I guess if it was all dark leaf, whatever. 
I could see that, you know, put it all together. But to have it all mix, sit in one bag, let it just be a thing for a just while. Really get in there. Yeah, let it just let it just soak and really become <laughs> get, get those new, marinated juices in there. <clears throat> yeah, a nice mint marinade is what I'm looking for in my in my kilo tabletop. I think that's what everybody should look for in life. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> mar, mar, marinated mints. A minty marinade. That's a, a that's minty a, marinade, yeah. Yeah. So um in the flavor game of hookah, mint is just Always, always, always going to be the crown jewel, the number one, the most used flavor, I feel like. dark Definitely leaf. the most like produced <clears throat> flavor. Like There's more mints on the market than there are any other flavors. Right. And, you know, even from a single brand, you can have several, several mints because um, there's just a lot of different mints out there. Um, but even in the Blonde Leaf selection... Like taking a look at pure, I mean, there's three levels of FML that you could use. You know, there's all yeah, these, there are. Th- yeah. And so, I, I think that's why the blonde leaf category is pretty popular because not only is it great for beginners or people just starting, but also you can find that number one flavor profile quite often. And the blonde I mean, even leaf if you section. look at trifecta blonde leaf mm-hmm. right i mean like in, even in just blonde you have like nineteen thousand different mint flavors so i mean it's <laughs> like like why <laughs> just it's because there's there's options everybody has options and ladies and gentlemen we have just begun the blonde leaf discussion <laughs> whoa we're talking about blonde leaves up in this bitch <laughs> <laughs> yes we are talking about blonde leaves up in this thing <laughs> PC, remember? No, uh, no use of the gang term. No <laughs> use of the B word other than blonde for this podcast. But let's 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 you dive into this. Let's dive into this. So once again, why is the blonde leaf popular? Um, you know, when you're jumping into it, if I were to have my first hookah session be with cane mint, I don't know if I would ever come back. <laughs> I would never smoke hookah again. I would be like, "What in the world are you guys like, this hanging, is trash. hanging like, around for? You're smoking this. This is this is awful." But you know, you come in with a nice blonde leaf uh, tobacco that's really kind of focused on the flavor. Um, I feel like there's several brands out there like uh, Social Smoke, which doesn't really have um, that much of a nicotine content, but you can still get great flower—not uh, flowers, great flavor and uh, great clouds, which are kind of like the two pinpoint uh i think you know scales for any new smoker is just like okay wow i've got flavor and i've got clouds that's pretty much where (laughs) the two things need to be met because when they go home or if they go and try to make their own bowl at home that's what they're looking for can i taste it and can i see it and uh with blonde leaf you can definitely have a little bit more trial and error rather than kind of buzzing yourself out with uh it's with a dark lot leaf. more forgiving <laughs> it's a lot more forgiving than yeah dark leaf for sure which is so good when you're just getting started out like i i mean i can't tell you how many times like i even as an experienced smoker that i've messed up dark leaf bowls and just been like wow this is ugh. oh yeah and like yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine what it would have been like as a beginner just starting off with Dark Leaf. Like, it's... Whew. Yeah, I mean, and we talked about it with our, our Tangiers, just like that trials and errors that we had with Tangiers. It it was it was not easy. It was definitely not easy. But I definitely see, um, even at like some of the expos that we go to, like when we're at the Fumari booth, when they prepare their bowls, I don't really see them kind of fill it all the way up to the rim. It's actually 
pretty much under the rim quite quite a bit and their bowls still smoke very very nice but it's just a different way of packing it so with that kind of idea or with that seeing that you know that function happen that's where you can see a lot of give when you're preparing your bowl you can pack it up a little high you can pack it a little low you'll you'll get something you know you'll definitely get something whereas if you sprinkled a little bit of dark leaf in and underpacked it it's not going to be the same smoking experience uh for you on that one no it's definitely it's definitely gonna you know change it up with the dark leaf so having blondes that you can just pretty much throw at the wall and it'll do something like yeah that's I think that's a must-have in, in hookah, like, for any smoking level. Yeah. Whether you be just, you know, your first hookah or you're on your 10,000th bowl. Like, it's it's you just got to have that versatility, man. Yeah, and then also just, like, the usage of Blonde Leaf in hookah lounges. It's, um, you know, after you have a great bowl at a hookah lounge, if you want to go and try and make your own bowl at home, you're probably going to try and look for the flavors that you had at the lounge. In most cases, they're blonde leaf because uh just like we were saying before you don't want to start off a customer on dark leaf if you're a lounge that only serves dark leaf it's going to be hard for you to keep customers coming back without being just all buzzed out on your couch oh for sure and i mean you know especially if that's the only thing you serve too Mm -hmm. like i mean having dark leaf options is great because i mean Back when I worked at a lounge, at, at uh, the lounge, you don't know how many blondly smokers who had been smoking hookah for a while came in, tried Tangiers or tried Trifecta Dark, and it was just like they never went back. Mm. Like it was like one bowl, and they're like, "Wow, we need that every time." <laughs> but like, you know, then you get those customers who have never smoked hookah in their life, and they're like, "Yeah, I want the strongest thing you have." <laughs> okay, and then you're passed out on the couch, and you're not going to wake up for three hours. Um, I'm you don't know how tired. To smoke. <laughs> I'm tired. Hey, Bert. <laughs> Does anybody else feel dizzy? <laughs> um, and I think one of the things, as far as you know, taking that kind of create your own session home is having the chance to kind of create your own flavor. So let's mm-hmm. say you had a grape flavor at the lounge and you wanted to make grape at home, but then you realize. You had some other options that you could choose from when you're picking up your shisha and you're like, hey, I've got some orange with me. I've got some mint with me. What if I added this in the bowl or this in the bowl? So you kind of uh, you start going down the path of becoming a a shisha mix master. And uh, I think with the blonde leaf, you once again have a little bit more uh, wiggle room and uh, enjoyment of your flavors when you start to kind of get a little crazy with your with your mixes. I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. You definitely have a lot more like room to play with it, but I will say, kind of on the, you know, uh, the further end of that spectrum, you can go overboard. You definitely you can, can go overboard. <laughs> you can absolutely have too much stuff going on in that bowl. Like if you mix like fifteen flavors in one bowl, you're not gonna taste anything. <laughs> you're gonna taste uh, cocktail. Like yeah, you're gonna you're gonna taste hookah. Is that's all you're gonna get? Yeah, you're just gonna taste hookah. That's the, the taste of smoke. And sometimes I kind of compare that to like a hookah lounge smoke on occasion. Like when you walk into a hookah lounge, you smell so many different flavors being smoked. You just kind of inhale all at once, and you're like, "This is just hookah smoke. This is just this like is just how a hookah lounge smells. <laughs> it's like, like a little fruity, and then I can't really tell anything else. And uh, you know, going to the dark leaf side, you can go three flavors but i feel like once you get into like that fourth flavor or fifth flavor in dark leaf it really really starts to kind of get a little crazy because just dark go off leaf, the rails yeah, yeah dark leaf you're getting you know those 
tobacco notes in there. With Blonde Leaf, it's really, once again, just focused on that flavor. So you kind of enjoy going a little off the walls with your flavors. You might get five or six flavors. But yes, definitely mixing too much, you end up with what I call bubblegum. And that's just, it kind of tastes like bubblegum. You've been chewing bubblegum. You've had that burst of flavor in the beginning, but now you're just like, you're chewing. There's flavor there, but you just... It's just bubblegum. And we've done quite a few crazy mixes. We've mixed all of the Alfaker flavors um, into one bowl and smoked that. And that was, it was different. <laughs> I think uh, the fact that there was the coffee flavors and chocolate flavors kind of really threw some curveballs into uh, into the mix. So we definitely got like a bubblegum coffee flavor. But then we also went back and mixed all of the Fumari flavors into a bowl. And that one was... That was that was different. That was really different because we smoked it a couple different times. We smoked it right after we made it and then let it sit for like a night. And then I packed that bowl again. And it's still, I think it was like the chai latte the or the spice chai, the blueberry muffin. Some of those flavors just, <laughs> they, they don't work. I, 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 have a, I have a bone to pick with how you did those kind of every flavor bowls though. Oh yeah? Go yeah. for it. So, so if I recall correctly, when you did those, you took each flavor and mixed them in one large container? Correct. And then packed from that container? Yeah? Correct. See, I don't like that. I, I don't think you get every flavor when you do that. All right. So you want to mix them all together in the bowl? Yes. So, because, you know, when, whenever you, you know, grab shish out of that big container, like, things didn't get perfectly distributed like oh yeah it was hard to kind of churn that that container (laughs) yeah exactly so i mean you're naturally gonna get like more of one flavor or more of certain flavors in in each kind of pull so you don't i don't think you truly get every flavor in that bowl you only get you know some so back in the back in the lounge days and i know i've referenced those a lot in these podcasts uh (laughs) It was a slow day, and we just decided to say screw it, and we packed every flavor that we had in that lounge into one bowl. It was a Ferris bowl, and uh, it's because the biggest bowl we had at the time. And uh, yeah, every single flavor. I think it's like 140 some odd flavors. <laughs> uh, we packed into a bowl. It took me a good 45 minutes to an hour. I was the one packing it, and I took a small amount from each container of shisha and just put it in the bowl just side by side just went went down the line just pinch here like very like a leaf there like super small amounts yeah it tasted like peanut butter it was weird (laughs) it was really weird see i feel like with those little flakes you don't really get all of the flavor as well so we we were smoking with a lotus so it kind of cooked everything at the same time Mm mm-hmm so you you know you were getting small amounts of each flavor that yeah. combined into a full bowl worth of flavor, so it was just like peanut it butter. Was, That's it was weird. Like I I, sm- I I took two hits off of it, and was just like, nope, this is this is <laughs> awful. This is the worst idea that I've ever had. And like, and yeah, yeah, with our bowl mix, we did one lotus bowl, one foil bowl, and uh, yeah, and then after a week, smelling that flavor again, that fumari blend. It definitely just became kind of just like a, a primordial ooze. <laughs> it just yeah. became like a there's there's a pungent smell coming from it. But uh, that was that was a pretty 
pretty bold blonde bowl. Um, but looking at the lineup of just all of the blonde flavors on the market, what do you think was like the most impactful blonde? Like you saw this flavor release and you just said, oh my gosh, like whether it be like at the beginning of your hookah smoking or now, like in the past month or something like that. Was there anything that was just like, this is the blonde, this is what I've been looking for, this is what kind oh, of... Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, first starting out, when I first tried alfaca grapefruit, mm-hmm. I was like, yep, this is this is perfection. This is the best thing I've ever tasted. Uh, and it's still fantastic flavor to this day. I still smoke it on the regular. But I think the one that really had kind of an impact on me was Hayes Cucumberita. Okay. That was unlike anything I had ever had in hookah before. Like, the first time having that. Mm-hmm. It was insane. And, and I remember, too, because Hayes was, like, just coming out, too. Like, it was just starting to gain traction as a brand. Yeah. Um, and a buddy of mine who worked for Hayes brought some by and packed a bowl and I took a hit off of it and we were just like, oh my god this is insane like it just having like a cucumber flavor you know i had seen the blueberries the oranges the grapefruits the coffees all that stuff but i hadn't seen a cucumber yet and that so that was the first cucumber i'd ever had uh like flavor wise Mm -hmm. dude it blew me away i still love it to this day it's so good it's so like crisp and refreshing Uh, there's man there's nothing like it Bam. Okay. My, yeah. Mine is definitely a lot older than that. <laughs> Fair. Uh, I was, I mean, I definitely had blonde leaf flavors before this flavor kind of hit me, but uh, just going back to the smoke shops just early in my hookah days, just every every weekend we'd go and pick up, uh, me and the roommates would go and pick up uh, a 250 we both grab. I mean, there was never a hundred grams available. There was the fifty grams of Alfaker, but only two fifties of Starbuzz. And uh, so, yeah, we would both get one two fifty and kind of just rock on that for like a week and a half or so, two weeks. But the Safari series from Starbuzz was introduced, and I remember seeing the cans, and I saw the green, and I saw the orange. I had Tangerine Dream and Safari Melon Dew, and I oh, smelled yeah. both of those, and I was just. I was floored. I could not believe the amount of flavor that was coming out of that. The amount of the the tangerine was just so on point. And I remember I was like, I have to buy both of these. Like, the whether my roommate was going to pick one of those flavors or not, I was like, we're getting this. If you're not getting this, I'm getting both of these. I can't make a decision on either one. And both of them were amazing. Um, I really think that's kind of what set me into my my melon kick because I'm still obsessed with melon to this day. Um, but Tangerine Dream, just that huge, huge burst of just fresh tangerine. Uh, I still remember coming home and just rushing. I mean, I was first one in the house, clean the stem, coals are going, like, let's go. Like, here we go. And that was with Quick Lights and, you know, a Mia Hose. So having that flavor again uh, later on in my hookah life, just after I kind of got, got things situated, I knew what I was doing, had my, my KM hookah and all that. And I brought that flavor back in rotation, and wow, it still kind of just just floored me. Just still, it's still, still good, right? Yeah, it's still a great, great flavor. So it's funny because Tangerine Dream was actually one of the other flavors that I was gonna, I was thinking about mentioning. Hmm. Um, back in uh, the first hookah bar I worked at, 
uh, place called Flashback. For the longest time, we only carried uh, Ramon, Starbuzz, and Fantasia. And we started picking up the kilos of Starbuzz um, rather than just the 250s. And we picked up Blue Mist and Tangerine Dream. And I remember just uh, like putting those two side by side and just, it was just so good. We had, I think we ended up calling that mix Gummy Bears. But I remember just like both Blue Mist and Tangerine Dream blew our minds. <laughs> like we were just like, I gotta get all of this. This is so good. And it just like I smoked that like mix in my own personal hookah for like months after that. I was like, yeah, gotta get more of it. It's cool. Like And now that you mentioned Blue Mist, Blue Mist was a pretty powerful flavor. I mean, that was what kind of propelled Starbuzz into where it's at right now, and it really kind of just opened up the market for a lot of other companies to kind of just start creating more modern flavors instead of just grape, cherry, mint, well, you know, mean, stuff like yeah. that. You know, Starbucks comes out with Blue Mist, Safari, Passion Kiss, Mojito, and all these different things. It was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then that's after that, that's when you start to see Social Smoke, Fantasia, and everyone else start kind of getting into just having some fun with these flavors. But there's a lot of uh, a lot of blonde leaf once again flavors out there that aren't really represented in dark leaf. I mean, you can find similar flavor profiles of certain blends, but the exact formula, you know, of a certain blonde mix you might not find in dark leaf. So, are there any blonde leaf blends that you just wish that they would just come out and make a dark leaf, or maybe just have a another brand make it in dark leaf? Hmm, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, you know what I'd really like to see? Hmm. I'd really like to see like the Triforce mix, like blueberry, grapefruit, and mint. In a like, the, but the exact flavor, just in like dark leaf. Just dark leaf. Okay. Just dark leaf. Like the exact, you know, alfaker blueberry, alfaker grapefruit, alfaker mint. Okay. It, but it's just dark leaf. I would love that. That'd be so good. So I probably wouldn't smoke anything else. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, this one for me, um, you know, Azure, we, we definitely started off with a lot more blonde flavors than we had dark leaf. And then we slowly started to pick up more dark leaf. And, uh, I had really smoked quite a few of their blonde leaves before we picked up their, their equal partner in, uh, the dark leaf side. And lemon muffin was one of the ones that I enjoyed in blonde. So once it came in dark, I was like, I got to try this. And doesn't hit the same uh, you know you definitely get it ain't the same it's though, not right? the same you, you get a little ah, bit more of that insane. that deeper darker kind of taste that I, I don't really want with my with my lemon muffin but at the same time the flavor that i'm really like looking for uh just to try just to really just try is honestly bananarama interesting yeah because that is just it's great <laughs> it hits all of these different parts for me i mean like it's it's a really really good mix but it's weird i don't really find myself smoking banana too often but that one was just a really really good it's it's nice to mix as well but just to have that flavor in a dark leaf would be just kind of a wish a wish for me okay um, okay and oddly enough i mean uh my flavors that i kind of wish are in dark leaf really kind of come from the haze category um because my other one i i believe that i would love to see is uh, five cents a cup interesting yeah okay. that, that one's a good you know there's not a lot of lemonade dark leaf flavors 
You're, you know, there really aren't. Yeah. I mean, I think about that for a second. Yeah. I mean, like, if you think about it, like, I could see just like I was saying before with the lemon muffin kind of having that darker kind of profile and then putting it in with a, a lemonade flavor. But I still think there could be something something done there. I mean, of course, there's lemon mints, but there's not like a lemonade dark yeah. leaf. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So on the, on the flip side of that, are there any dark leaf flavors that are exclusive to dark leaf that you wish were yep yep (laughs) okay okay what you got what you got tangier's melon blend oh okay yeah okay i should have guessed yeah okay both of mine are tangier's uh tangier's melon blend and then pekina sun i would love pekina sun's great love to try that in blonde uh because you know Every once in a while, I just want to smoke that flavor, but at the same time, I don't want to smoke Tangiers. Like, I don't want the the full Tangiers session, but I just want that flavor. Just that flavor. So the one that I have is also from Tangiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's Picnic Punch. Okay. Sorry, now sorry, now it's Panic, Panic Punch. Punch. Yeah. Formerly known as Picnic Punch. Mm-hmm. Same thing. I just, oh, I could smoke that flavor all day. Like, but I, but I just don't always want the Tangiers experience. <laughs> so I'm like, well, I guess it's not today, huh? Yeah. It's like, yeah. I could smoke it, but I'd smoke it for like a good, maybe 10 or 15 minutes. It'd be one of those ones where like, I'd maybe make two hookahs, <laughs> you know, I'd yeah. be able to smoke just a little bit of melon blend of like, okay, cool. Got it. Got it. Got okay. that fix and we're good. All right. Like, I'm gonna go to my other bowl now, you yeah. know, cause like, I don't want the huge buzz. I don't really want too much going on there, but I just want the flavor, just the flavor. Just a little bit of flavor. That's all. That's all you need. Yeah, but yeah dude. I would love to have both Pekina Sun and uh, Panic Punch in a blonde leaf. Oh man, that would make my year. <laughs> um, but yeah, and you know, speaking of the blonde leaf, and I'll kind of end it on this note is that we say blonde leaf, and that's the sale that's going on. You know, and we categorize it all as you know one thing, and that's really just a color. But really, from each brand, you're gonna see a different cut of tobacco. Um, different oh, yeah. juice content, different consistency, different texture, different leaves used. So if you're looking at like, why is there a blueberry from this brand and a blueberry from that brand and a blueberry from the other brand? That's weird. Blueberry brand. It's hard to say just repeatedly. But anyways, uh, it's uh, they all have something different. They will all offer something different. And, you know, like I was saying, the social smoke might not be the one that's going to give you that much buzz. But if you definitely want a lot of buzz, but you still want to smoke blonde, I would suggest try Ugly because that's going to buzz you crazy. But it's still in the blonde leaf category. So Does Ugly still have the buzz? Because I'm pretty. Sh- I thought he toned it down. Mm-mm, that stuff is buzz. Huh. <laughs> that is buzz. I mean, I definitely still have. It, okay, even if he toned it down just a little bit, it would still be way more buzzy than any other blonde leaf brand out there. I would say. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, he was already kind of at the top, top, top. <laughs> so just to take it a notch would still be like four steps above Starbucks. A blonde, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, that's what's going on. And you can pick up all of these blonde flavors once again right now because it's happening at hookadashisha.com. And speaking of hookadashisha.com, Let's just we work there. Let's just jump over to it. You know what? Let's hit him with the 
The newsroom. The newsroom. All oh, the happenings going down shoot. here. So I already told you about the Blonde Leaf sale. I'm not even going to plug that anymore because by the time the other people probably listen to this podcast, the sale will probably be over. But one of the things that I think is really important that I think you all will enjoy is that we have a new coupon code page. Uh, we had someone chat in on our Facebook page and said, hey, do you have any coupon codes? Like, I'm looking to get something cool i just want to see what your coupon codes were and i was like oh no problem and i sent him a link to our coupon code page and then i clicked that link and you know we look at our site every day we we see so many pages sometimes you just you come you become blind to some some parts of the website and uh when i clicked that page i saw the coupon codes and i was like jeez this page is so dated I mean, it's just super dated. The table, the HTML on it. I, I, I just had to just spring into action, spring any action, spring into action, and uh, get working on a new coupon code page. So that was released uh, last week, and it is still rocking. I added a couple more codes um, to it than we had before, and I'll continue to keep adding more codes because this new page I built is very easy to use. And uh, so yeah, check that out. It's a uh, if you click promo codes on the top of our site, you can find that page. Or if you just search Hukashisha coupon codes, you should be able to find it that way as well. But we are wanna, rocking. I want to give the listeners a little look into kind of your, your thought process on, on some of these things. Mm-hmm. When you were making that new coupon code page, mm-hmm. I have a feeling that you decided to do that be, just because of how ridiculously difficult it is to... It, it was to uh, to edit the uh, the old page. Yes, like it was a process to yeah. edit the old page, and I'm just like, yeah, because like I remember I brought up like it was like one day I brought up that one of the codes was like not correct or wasn't working right or something, or we were I think it was we were out of stock on a on one of the items that you're supposed to get, mm-hmm. and so I was like, hey, you think we could like take down that code or change it up or something? And like you did that before the podcast. And you're like, oh, God, oh, Jesus, all right, we're going to do this. We're just going to do some HTML coding. And you're like, oh, broke everything. But it's back now, and it's fine. And then the very next day, I came into work, and it was like, new coupon code page. (laughs) I was like, yep, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, I get frustrated, and then you know what? I'm going to fix it. I'm just going to fix it. You know, just a little he's not bit of only code. gonna fix it; he's just gonna start from the ground up. Yeah, <laughs> just a new page. I was like, yeah, I could make some tweaks and maybe put, you know, lipstick on a pig, but it's uh, it's time to just change, start fresh. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure he did this just because it was hard to change the old <laughs> one. Like, it's fine though; it, it works out. Um, <laughs> once again, I will ask you: Do you have anything for the newsroom? Um, uh, air conditioning update: It's still not fixed. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I think that will help us roll right into our next segment, which is called... <laughs> it's, it's summer, and I want to die. That's that's how we roll into that. It's summer in Texas, and I want to die because I don't have AC at my job or in my car. Oh, God. The it's heat so, index today is 108. <laughs> it's like 16 hours of my life are just, just hot all the time. Like, yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Welcome to Summer. It is officially summer as of June 21st, so we're rocking in it. So we just have a a couple things we want to just throw out there for for the listeners that might just be some tips for smoking in the summer and uh, just 
just that, you know? If I could hibernate during summer, I would. Really? I just want to put it that way. If I could sleep through the entirety of summer, I would. Okay. Yeah. Like, I hate summer. It's the worst. It's the worst <laughs> season. I was just talking about how I really kind of believe in that whole hibernation during during the winter because I'm, I was just hopping on the scale and I'm glad I've, I've shaved off a lot of my, uh, my winter weights. Your winter weight? My winter weight weights, yes, rolling into, uh, into summer. And I was like, man, I really did kind of bundle myself up during the winter you must, must have given me all those all those pounds Jesus. i'm over here just steadily stacking them on no i am it's your boy it's your boy young fat jesus back in it and only getting fatter uh so when it comes to having a smoke session you know if you're outside if that's where you have to have your smoke sessions because we understand not everyone has the privilege of smoking indoors sometimes you have a roommate significant other or just like our previous podcast episode 12 when we talk about pets you just want to have your pets enjoy just fresh air so you'll take your smoke outside when you're in the hot 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 weather what can you do to help your hookah session be better. You go inside. <laughs> That's how you help it. You just go inside. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> mm, I don't. Okay. Pause. I don't know if you just heard that click that just came through the mic. Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. Well, I just jammed my aluminum D hose handle straight into my teeth. Oh gosh. Oh. No, I did not. You're gonna hear, hear that. that on the editing. No, I think I might just leave that in there, just so we have this weird, awkward pause, and so people know you hit your teeth. Oh, it happens. Hurt. It happens to the best of us. Oh um, God! For some reason, I think it happens to my girl way too much. <laughs> I hand her the hose, and all I hear is clink. I'm like, "What the hell? I gave it to your hand. I'm like, how did it? <laughs> how did you do this?" Um, so, oh, going God. back to what you can do to enjoy your summer smoke session. So, is putting ice in the base okay? Uh, if you're smoking outside, yeah, you can put ice in the base, but be prepared for that ice to melt almost instantly. Instantly. Um, yeah. I, w- I would almost... It, it'll be instant. Yeah. Especially depending on where you live. Yeah. Like, it'll happen probably within 20 minutes. Yeah, definitely. I think... And where we're at right now, you put ice in the base before you put your coals on, the ice is gone. I mean, just about, yeah, just just about. So there's some things that you want to you know keep in mind with that is just temperature shock, and you're dealing with glass. So whether you just came in from a session and you had your base sitting on the ground and it got nice and hot, and you come in and hit it with some cold water and you end up with a shattered base. That's because you went from hot to cold really quick, and it can. And don't don't say we didn't warn you either. <laughs> and it can go the same way uh, on the reverse. You know, you go and put a bunch of ice cold water in your base, and you go sit it outside, and then it bakes really really quick. It can happen. It can, can. happen. I've yeah. had it happen. It's not yeah. a great time. <laughs> so um, what I would recommend uh, is you know have maybe like a little little freezer, a little storage container. Some people use a little styrofoam tray, put some ice in there just to keep their base cool. Um, using an ice tip will cool it down slightly. But once again, if your base is warm and your smoke is warm, that ice tip, it's it's doing some extra work, but it might not cool your hose down but it, it ain't all gonna the do way. A, it ain't going to do all the work. <laughs> yeah, so you need to hit uh-huh. it with that double time and get some get some cooling around the base itself. Um, avoid direct sunlight. 
on the base. Maybe put up some shade around the base so the glass, you know, you're it's think of it as like a magnifying glass, just heating up that water if it's getting direct uh, sunlight. Oh yeah, it's it's ugh. God, <laughs> I I just loathe smoking outside in any situation. So like add that to summer and i'm just like this is the worst like yeah there's nothing like i mean like basically like when we were in the office this past week i really couldn't even smoke because it was so hot indoors the last thing i wanted to do was smoke uh, it was it, like i don't want to inhale anything warm i don't want anything near me warm i just i've need... been i've been packing extra mint in my bowl <laughs> extra cold mints in my bowls just to just kind of chill it down a little bit so w- would you say that that's kind of something that happens for your your summer rotation, or is that year round just mint? I mean, I, I always put mint in my bowls. Um, but more in the summer. More de- more definitely in the summer, and especially if it's hot, like where I'm smoking. Yeah, probably put about seventy five percent of mint in there just to to really keep the coolness in the bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, while the smoke is still hot, mint is one of those things that the hotter it gets, the colder it tastes if, or feels. So kind of a weird like catch 22 situation there but you know it works out yeah now warm mint smoke still comes across as warm <laughs> to be really yeah just just huh. on some some occasions it depends on the mint though you know if you have a a really peppermint where it kind of has that little bit of a bite to it the warm temperature sometimes kind of accentuates that makes it a little bit more in in front you know a little bit sharper um, like if I was picking between the FMLs, I would probably go with FML blue, just a little bit more spearmint. It's a little bit sweeter. Interesting. Um, I wouldn't go with the red. I would stick with the original. The original's totally fine. And I, I think people in Brazil really enjoy FML on the beach and they're smoking outdoors all day. And, uh, yeah, they're stronger I, than I am. <laughs> I see them. I see the pictures on the beach. Um, they're using coals in the bowl and sometimes HMDs in the bowl. So when you're outside, I mean, you can definitely use both. Um, I think charcoal definitely reacts differently once you put it outside just because of all the oxygen that's around it. Sometimes you can see a sudden change in your charcoal where you might think it's completely blacked out. But it's what I would call like black hot where the coals are definitely still hot. But with all the, the outdoor environments, it looks like it's a little dark. But always just remember to light your coals fully. As long as they are fully lit, you should be good. But when it comes to HMDs, I feel like this is a silly question because you just really sound like the person that just does not enjoy being outside with a smoke session. But would you nope. recommend in the HMD category for an outside smoke? Would you just say stick with foil or is there a certain HMD that you would recommend? Um, I would probably say if you have an HMD, use an HMD outside, um, use a heat management device outside just because, you know, it does provide clean flavor, but it kind of acts as its own wind cover. Mm-hmm. So you don't kind of have to have multiple things going on. Yeah. Um, but I will say, you know, you can accomplish the, you know, the same kind of effects by just getting a wing cover. Right. Which, I mean, I've done both. I've smoked with an HMD outside and a, you know, foil and a wing cover. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I like them both the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, equally the same, but for different reasons. Okay, I can, um, I can see that. But yeah, I, I think nowadays I would probably just stick with the uh, the Lotus. Just because it's honestly more Which convenient. one? Lotus 2. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, definitely the Lotus 2. Yeah. Um, it's just more convenient. Yeah. Uh, in my opinion, and it's just kind of, I don't have to bring, you know, if I'm going somewhere, I don't have to bring foil, I don't have to bring a hole poker, like, I don't have to bring a wind cover, I can just 
throw my bowl and a lotus in a bag and go. Like, yep. Just easier. Yeah. Okay. I can rock with that. And definitely, when it comes to foil, uh, building like a little foil, uh, you know, wind cover, very easy to do and highly recommended. Kind of just keep your heat just straight on top of your bowl. You know, if your coals are just sitting there and the wind is blowing, your heat is moving away from your bowl. You have that direct contact still, but all of the heat that's rising is just moving far away from your bowl. So keeping that, you know, wind cover around there kind of keeps that heat hovering above your bowl. But uh, and, and the more the wind blows on your coals, the faster they're just going to burn out. Because mm-hmm. while, you know, they are on top of your bowl, they're going to, that wind hits it, they're going to heat up, they're going to, you know, kind of burn a little bit hotter because the wind is blowing, is, you know, blowing on them. And if you're not, you know, smoking constantly with when the wind is blowing, you're kind of losing all that heat. Mm-hmm. You're just losing it all. So your coals just kind of end up not lasting that much, uh, not lasting, not lasting that long when you're outside with no wind cover. Bam. Well, the the thing I guess um, that I would wrap this up with is our always, always recommended tip for any smoke session, whether you're outside, indoors underwater (laughs) at a beach hiking whatever is to drink water so much water drink your water water. you know what even if you're not smoking hookah drink more water oh yeah oh yeah you know all you listeners out there this is a reminder drink some water stay hydrated like drink some water right now we'll wait oh wait so yes water super important and also i believe water will help you taste your flavors even more because when you have a dry tongue it kind of the same translation i feel like goes with eating food if you're just kind of just dry mouth eating food just it tastes different when you have some water in your system and you're nice and you're you're full you're good to go i think it'll help you with your hookah session and help you help you taste something and speaking of taste hey sean (laughs) what's it taste like I was wondering where you were going with that. I was like, "What? The, where is where is this point going to end?" Like, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay, that's where he's going." With yep, it. yep. So, ladies um, and gentlemen, this yeah. is what's it taste like? Where we smoke a flavor that we've never ever smoked before, and then we let you know what it tastes like. If we enjoyed it, if we didn't enjoy it, and uh, you want to you want to hit them with uh, some fresh flavors? Yeah, I'll, I'll start it off this time around. Um, so this week, I uh, I picked up a dark leaf flavor. I know we were doing the blonde leaf podcast, but I didn't think about that <laughs> when I picked this flavor up. But yeah, I picked up a dark leaf flavor, but uh, a dark leaf flavor from a line slash brand that I have not really smoked very much of at all. Uh, and that would be Starbuzz Serpent. Okay. Uh, I picked up the Crimson Fox flavor. And... Uh, I haven't messed with the vin- or, uh, the the serpent too much. I almost said vintage. Definitely not the vintage. I haven't messed with the serpent too much, but because mainly a lot of their flavors, weirdly enough, are like banana centered. I think there's like three or four different mixes that have all have banana in them. For serpent? They're, yeah, for serpent. Like they're like strawberry banana milkshake, and like like there's several other banana ones. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not really trying to live that life. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the Crimson Fox. So the description is it is a peach uh, and berry kind of blend. I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, I wasn't expecting to go in liking it just because of my past experiences with Serpent and the banana flavors um, kind of turned me off a little bit from Serpent entirely. But honestly, I was really happy with this. 
Like, the berry is definitely a lot more prevalent in this than the peach. But you can still taste kind of the peach on the back end. But with uh, with the berry, because it is a dark leaf tobacco, the, the tobacco notes that you get in it combined with kind of like the tartness of the berry, like just kind of like the natural tartness of like mixed berries, weirdly good. I was so impressed with it. I was <laughs> like, I've blown through a 200 gram like in like a few days. I was like, yeah, this is great. Um, but yeah, it was all in all pretty impressed. All right, Starbuzz Serpent. So I was actually in the blonde leaf side of town um, because I was shopping in our sale. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Of course you were. The Awaha Summer Air is what I went with. Ooh. And Summer Air, oh, speaking of summer, wow, I didn't even put that together. Uh, (laughs) Summer Air is passion fruit with lemon and... I don't really like passion fruit. <laughs> I respect uh, that. I yeah, respect passion that. fruit is, um, I don't know, it's one of those flavors, maybe just because it's one of those fruits that I just never really had by itself ever, really, mm-hmm. and drinks and desserts and, yeah, really, smoothies. I mean, I could go on. I just really have not come across passion fruit, or even if it's been there, I have just have not picked it. But this is all right. This is all right. I'll rock, all right. I'll, I'll rock with this. This is all right. I'm not. I'm not gonna add it to my rotation. I smoked it. It was fine. It's cool. You know, if someone has a bowl going and they're like, "Oh, I'm smoking summer air," I'll smoke it. But it's never gonna be like, "Hey, I've got summer air. I've got this. I've got that." I'll probably see what this and that are before I pick summer air. Um, but the the lemon in it, I really like the lemon. But I feel like if it was just cranked up just a little bit to where we could kind of let it blend. With the uh, passion fruit, I, I would definitely I would definitely rock with that just a little bit more. Um, I'm gonna try a few more passion fruits just to kind of now that I've I've taken one step in the door, I'll kind of go down just a few more passion fruits and just really see if I can just find out if it's just not my flavor, kind of like how pear is for you. Um, just really passion just, fruit's not one of my flavors either. No, so yeah, know. I don't hate it. It's just. Every time I smoke it, I'm just like, eh, eh. <laughs> eh. Um, I think I'm gonna try a, a passion fruit smoothie, and just see. That's see how, how it goes. Yeah, that's how I test my flavors. Just smoothie for make them into a smoothie. <laughs> I feel like you get you get all of it in one in one go. You just slurp. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so that is what it tastes like. And uh, if you would like to, and this is gonna sound this is this is pretty bad on both of our parts. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you up on this one again. If you would like to uh, suggest a flavor for us to smoke uh, for a week, you can do so on our Facebook page that we have not been using. <laughs> <laughs> this is well, a we team really effort. Much, much, many, we haven't. I, have we crossed the ten like threshold? I'm pretty sure we have. I think basically the AC being knocked out at the beginning of the week really kind of just changed our week completely yeah i mean once i bounced and started working from home building the new coupon code page and everything else it just kind of it just kind of went a different way but i you're going to be listening to this on wednesday if there is not a post made by then um i don't know we should just give away something (laughs) yeah i'm sure yeah give away something Yeah. yeah actually for the let's give away something to the people that actually listen um drop a comment code on your order if you're placing an order and i'm not saying that you should a place an order code. a comment code oh customer comment there you go 
I'm not trying to solicit any sales in this podcast, but if you happen to make an order, just say, hey, I listened to your podcast. What you going to do for me? That's all you got to say. We'll do and something. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll do something. What'd you say? I said, we'll enter you in. Okay. Some kind of giveaway. <laughs> you say, what's your name? I was like, what? hold on. <laughs> yeah, what's your name, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, just, just leave on the customer comments. I listen to your podcast. What you going to do for me? That's it. And we'll, like I said, we'll do something for you. So, um, that goes out to Steve, James, Charles. <laughs> I'm just listening off the people that, that have actually contacted us about the uh, the podcast. I could go on, but uh, we'll end it there because I think we are approaching almost an hour, and uh, I think that's a I think that's a good that's a good good podcast right there. Pretty pretty I, solid. I think, that, I think that's a solid one. It, yeah, I think uh, you know we said closing in on an hour now. I think that's a. Uh... I think we did a good job on this one. I think if we keep saying we're almost at an hour, we will actually reach just that one more minute to actually have an hour. <laughs> but I will say, did we answer the question, do blondes have more fun? Do you think that there is more fun in the blonde leaf section than the dark leaf section? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess that, you know, depends on your definition of fun. But yeah, I, mean, I, I feel like there's, a, there's more versatility in blonde leaf than there is in dark. So yeah. I would say, you know, it has it has the potential for more fun. It has its merits. <laughs> and uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, you have just listened to episode 14, Blondes Have More Fun. I, I really think it should have been, Do Blondes Have More Fun? But we answered their own question in the title, Blondes Have More Fun. And we just we just said it, right? We, we let it ride. We let it ride. <laughs> we just let it you ride. So We're coming up with these episode names on the fly, so... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Enjoy. Um, Enjoy. <laughs> we hope you all enjoyed. Thank you for following. Thank you for listening. Thank you for liking our Facebook page that has pretty much no posts. And uh, <laughs> and thanks for being you, listeners. Thank you for being you. Now go enjoy your summer. Put some sunscreen on. Block out those UV rays. And uh, remember, drink some water. Drink some water. Drink some water at any time. Anytime. Not when smoking. You know. Just maybe when maybe when you are smoking, going up to you know get some food, grab a glass of water, <laughs> drink water. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. We and we're gonna end you. it there, folks. Remember, drink water. <laughs> drink water. Remember to spay, neuter your pets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> uh, now that we brought pets back into it, we're just we're just going. It's Bob full Barker circle here. That's a Bob Barker. Okay, we've definitely passed the one hour. Let's go. Catch you later. Uh, Catch y'all later. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Fucking spay and neuter your pets. Like, (laughs) fuck you. (laughs) Oh my god. All right.